Welcome to Revlog, where Pastor Brian can't wait to pray. Amen. And I didn't even know it. <laughs> I didn't even know it. And where Pastor Aaron um, has an issue. <laughs> well, I didn't. Not with prayer, but with Paul? Or, or at least this, in general. <laughs> this translation. With the, with the cadre of translators that yeah. were brought to bear for... That's right. We, we'll, get, we'll get to all of Aaron's issues. In <laughs> I minute. know. We only scratch the surface, <laughs> if we're honest. <laughs> but today we begin a new Bible study series. We do. So we, we come to prayer and a series of scripture that help give us instruction on prayer. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about these things. Yeah. Um, we're hoping, one of the things we're hoping is that um, our congregation takes many opportunities to pray this summer. And we'll have various um, ways and opportunities that we're going to help facilitate that. And I'm looking forward to those things. We, we talk about it. You know, it, it's one of the hallmarks of who we are, that we have access right. to the mm-hmm. throne, that we can have dialogue and conversation. It's, it, the yeah. prayer is the ongoing conversation with God that has spanned, you know, yeah. since creation. And that we get to be a part of it. But, you know, we know that. But right. you, we just... To devote a, a 13 weeks to thinking about different kinds of prayer right. and what it means to pray and, and how that changes you. Yeah, the creator of the universe wants to converse with us. That's right. Um, and often we're too busy. That's right. So I'm excited. But his call is very important to us. <laughs> <laughs> I, no. <laughs> That was perfect. Yeah, that was well, good. Well, well done. <laughs> very good, very good. Well done. Mm-hmm. Um, on that note. <laughs> Aaron, help us jump in. So our first text yeah. is from Ephesians 6, um, 17-20. Here we, we come to this call from the Apostle Paul to the church at Ephesus um, to pray. So help us walk through this passage. So interestingly enough, we've said this off camera, but it starts with the the, uh, the armor of God, right? And we get two pieces of the armor that that, that it talks about. But it's an odd place to begin. It's an odd place to begin, but you got to start somewhere, right? I guess. <laughs> but the, you know, with the helmet and the sword, and, and the sword is the word of God. Uh, but then it, it goes on and says, you know, always pray pray for everybody. And just this, this command right from the, the, the start that we should always be in a season of prayer. And he says it differently later where, you know, you right. pray without ceasing, but that, that we're always in this season of communication with God. And I think if we put that framework in our head that we are just always in a dialogue with the Lord, that's a, it, it's, it's a liberating kind of thing. I mean, you know, I, I mean, there are times just, I'm, Tootling down the road, you know, to thank you, God, for this, or it's just picking up the conversation as if, you know, you never really stopped yeah. rather than years go by and, and, you know, you're phoning a friend and, you know, remember me. That yeah. the idea mm. that we're constantly in, in, um, and then he, then he changes to what, what is my favorite phrase, and this is where Pastor Chris was giving me a hard time earlier. Um, I'm not crazy about the translation here in the NASB. Um, it's a little pedantic for, for, um, for me, in the translation that I was reading earlier, it said that I may fearlessly yeah. um, transmit the, the the mystery of God. That I may fearlessly communicate the the mystery, make known uh, the, everything about that is just is just beautiful. That fearlessly, yeah. with 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 
with courage, with, with strength, and with, with um, integrity to make known, to let others in on what I already know, the mystery that yeah. there's so much of the Lord that is still a, a, a wonder to us, the gospel, the good news of who mm-hmm. Jesus is, that I may fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel, that, that I want to pray that, Brian, that you have that kind of conviction and that you would pray that I would as well, and that that's, that's, that's a powerful prayer. Yeah, amen. Yeah, there's this beautiful representation here of the first and second greatest commandment that Jesus gives us. Um, if you love the Lord your God, you're going you're gonna to pray. You're, you're going to converse with Him. Um, in the same way, if you love your neighbor, you're, you're going to ask the Lord to intercede for them. You're going to hold them for the Lord and, and pray for them. And then Paul gives the specific, if you love me, pray for me in this way, yeah. that, that I will be useful for the sake of the kingdom of God in this way. And it, it's, it's a beautiful way to think about prayer. Yeah. Brian, what was what was your initial reaction here to the text? <clears throat> this is Paul at his one of the most vulnerable places uh, here in his in his communication with a congregation. I wonder what fe- sometimes I wonder what kinds of fears haunted Paul. I mean, we have these glimpses every now and then. Romans seven, you know, I. I I do exactly the opposite of what I want to do. Uh, we have later on, I think, in um, his epistles to Timothy, I believe, he, he talks about how the Alexander the metal worker did me much harm. You right, know? yeah. He, <clears throat> he has, um, and then he had, uh, he had an altercation with Peter at mm-hmm. one point, we read in Galatians. And so uh, there's, I, I think... Paul's life uh, was interrupted at times by fears, as all of our lives are. And he's when he says here, pray for me, um, it's not as if we could read this as, you know, pray for me because I got a lot of big work to do. Right as an evangelist, but he says... Right, it's not a humble brag. It, it's not... A, exactly. That's exactly right. Pray for me. I'm going to be really in some... Yeah, I'm a big deal. Top-notch, right? you know, <laughs> I'm headlining a big crusade or whatever, you know. Uh, he says, there are times that I'm shot through with fear, and I don't know what's going on, but I just, I need you to lift me up in prayer um, that's the that's the only remedy that I know of right now. I, I need my I need people who know me and who care about me to pray. Would you please do that? Because I don't know what's going on here, and and it's it's very. Um, but but I know that there's a I know that there's important work to do, and I am weighed down and sometimes unable to get there. So I need you to pray. Yeah. Wonderful. Aaron, as you come to this text, what question do you have? Well, I, th- I think this may be a 13-week question. We probably ask the same thing. Um, and it's a challenge to me as we begin this study in prayer. You know, I pray every day. You know, I'm in the Word every day. And, and yet, you know, even with my, the calling on my life, I still find myself getting into a rote pattern of, hey, hey God, do this, do this, do this. See you tomorrow. And it's it's it doesn't bear that kind of 
conviction that Paul gives here, yeah. you know, praying for one another, praying for the lost, encouraging and, and giving, um, you know, asking for strength to, to be able to do the good work that you've called us to do rather than just, you know, help this person be with it. And sincerely, right, I'm, I never pray with it in insincere heart, but, yeah. but getting beyond that petitional kind of prayer that it's, it's, it's a, a real urgency to, to be a part of the mission of God. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. That um, often it feels surface level or rushed um, or thoughtless. Um, there, there's still something good about the habit of prayer. Right? Absolutely, but, right. But how how do we find meaning, mm-hmm. and hope? Right? How do we strengthen that relationship with the Lord rather than right. giving Him a list of things? Yeah. Um, Brian, what what question do you have of the text? Well, uh, at at least in part of this um, passage, Paul is not actually praying, but inviting others to pray yeah. for him. Yeah. And, right. uh, and that's, that's a part of the prayer project of Christians, I think, is we have this opportunity to call for prayer from other people. When I do that, sometimes or when I think about doing that, sometimes I I don't want to be as vulnerable as Paul is here. And I want to, I want to um, display maybe a, a faux invitation to pray. So I think of a safe thing that people can pray for, sure. you know, a project that I yeah. am working on, you know, as part of my job. Yeah. But um, what if we invited people in a more vulnerable way to pray for us. Mm. What would that yield in our lives? Pray for these fears that I have. Pray for these crushing worries Mm. that I have. Will you do that? What what would that yield? That's my question. Yeah, that is a beautiful thing. What would it look like if we... Um, actually shared what we were worried and fearful of right uh, to pray exactly um, and yeah what would that produce it's mm. a good question uh, we would love to hear what um, you think of this text and this series as we study prayer together if you would comment below <laughs> <laughs>